2: You want a crystal ball? I got a crystal ball. Four and a half hours from now, it's John Wick 4.
3: Yeah, buddy. Crystal ball that. Beautiful thing. We've got NCAA tournament action. So much going on. We have to cancel spring training forever and ever and ever and ever. I was watching a little Hamilton earlier this afternoon, so I'm all juiced up. So I hope that John Wick 4 is a musical. Uh, boy, that would be interesting. If not, I, I'm might, making it one. That might be John Wick 5. That would be the musical.
2: With Keanu in, in the lead role, of course. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hatch protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be well yes tonight a bit we have all kinds of crazy intrigue in the nfl surrounding lamar jackson some nuttiness with lebron james and now there's sources and who's talking to me no one's talking to me (laughs) inner Uh, circles breaking trust smith but i gotta tell you right now smack dab in the middle of night one of the regionals of the ncaa tournament we're about to tip off the game of the night ucla and gonzaga this feels like a national championship game Right, like I know we're in the Sweet Sixteen. They're two, three, six. But Gonzaga and UCLA, the last couple of years, how far they went, the games they've played. This feels like the national title game. I mean, yes, we had great well, games so far tonight. We got Tennessee and, and Florida Atlantic right now, early in the first half. But but the Zags and the Bruins, it feels like the NCAA turn. Feels like the NCAA championship.
3: Well, we got one terrific game tonight. Mm. Right, one one and one. So uh, the Connecticut Arkansas game was a disaster. Like it was, well, funny.
2: It, was a, it was a disaster for Arkansas. Well, I don't think but, UConn would call. Yeah, it yeah, disaster. yeah.
3: No, but I'm just saying. Like, you know, it's one of those. Hey, check the score on that one. Do we need the second screen? <laughs> nope. Nope. Because the other one, you wanted to put it on a second and a third and surround yourself uh, with all of the greatness that was going down. The big plays, some of the curious decision making uh, down the stretch, both sides. But uh, yeah, it, it is festive. Uh, no question about it. UCLA Gonzaga, um, definitely a uh, Gonzaga. Uh, most most definitely actually feels like a, a little bit of juice, right? Even last week, it seemed I don't want to say stayed, but it didn't have the same thrust that the beginning of March madness normally does. I didn't hear a bunch of ads. Uh, about vasectomies I didn't have anybody doing long form that filled my timelines with those uh, ads and and suggestions about which frozen vegetable you needed to buy and stock up on ahead of said procedure didn't see any of that this year it was lacking either that or uh, everybody's already taken care of that business uh but This one feels pretty huge, and us being here in Los Angeles, Jason, I know you've been around folks all day. The guys already in the back. We're getting no work out of them in about five minutes when this thing –
2: Oh, yeah, they're done. They're all – yeah, they're done. I got my – they got their chests and faces painted for UCLA for this game. Uh, So, again, this game is still a couple minutes away from starting. Uh, The two games we talked about in the books, look, the one that was a blowout, it's time for one thing to happen now. It is time for Danny Hurley – to get credit as one of the or Dan, sorry Dan, Danny. Uh, when I watched him play, he was Danny Hurley. So he's Danny Hurley.
3: We ha- does he have um, to be Dan now? Uh, I, well, yeah. Did you he know, graduate I mean, to Dan? Yeah, does does think, he curse it, guys? Is this uh, uh, who, who was it? <laughs> you know, it who was uh, the football coach, right? Um, Oh, Deion Sanders, you no, call me no, 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 no. You just call him Sir uh, to avoid any problems. No, uh, no, no, no. It's uh, NBA, Michael Malone. Don't call me. Oh Mike. yeah, yeah. Don't, yeah, call, don't call, me call me Mike. Mike.
2: No, well, well, when you have Nick, when you have names like 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 Danny or Billy, as you get older, it's okay. Normally, okay, you, you use the, the more formal form of their name because sure. they've gotten older. But you know, still, Billy Donovan is still Billy Donovan. He's not William Donovan. You know, it's it's. Not, but but Dan, Isn't Danny. Is not William Hurley, Donovan an actor? Yeah, I mean, he's not, but he's not, you know, look, Dan Hurley, and, you know, because I remember him hoisting up threes for Seton Hall when sure. I was watching him, which, which tells me how old I am. Yeah. Uh, he's got to get credit as one of the top coaches in Division I because he's someone that has succeeded at all three of his stops, and he's done the same thing. He has taken a team that, hey, we need you to raise us up. And that's what he's done. First, he started at Wagner College in the early 2010s when Bobby Hurley was his assistant um, and got Wagner up to the top of the Northeast Conference. He left for Rhode Island, took him a couple of years. After two years, they're winning 20 games yearly, got to the NCAA tournament a couple of times. He jumped to UConn, I believe, five years ago today. Dan Hurley got the gig as UConn's head coach. In two years, they were up to winning 20 games a year, and boom, here they are now in the Elite Eight. 23 wins last year. They came in third in the Big East, 27 wins this year, fourth in the Big East, and here they are in the Elite Eight. Uh, He's done some kind of job. When you can succeed at every one of your stops, and every one of those stops is a step up from the one before it, that's the mark of a terrific head coach. And, and, And Dan Hurley has done a phenomenal job getting this team here in the Elite Eight, they were trendy coming in, and now I think a lot of attention is going to be spent on him, depending on how the next game goes. But Dan Hurley could be a really big topic conversation coming up the next few days.
3: Well, I mean, the fact that he also got uh, all of his extensions in, right? So I mean, that that's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that that works out nicely, and uh, the celebration thereof. Um, what is he all the way through twenty twenty seven now? Yeah you know, up to about $3 million a year. Uh, but remember how powerful this team and this school was years ago. Uh, you go through a bit of a lull and a transition uh, and to build it back. But we we watch this in, in every sport, you know, where where you have to go through the ranks and and show your chops and adapt to the level of athlete you can recruit and try to get some kind of continuity and system in place. And then you hope it all works out, right, that the guys that you invested all that time, effort, hours on the practice court when it comes to March Madness and, and these type of things. Because we still are in the the phase, and it's one that I I had a little debate with the guys that I do the Baltimore hit with earlier today, you know, talking about the Big Ten, which is now all eliminated with Michigan State going down a bit earlier today, that, you know, what are you recruiting for? Trying to win your conference, and then you go and play a completely different style of squad, perhaps six different times, right? <laughs> to, to go through the bracket. So, you know, what, what's the level of success that, you, you know, what's the measure uh, by your bosses and, and the bosses, uh, whoever you decide to give the power, whether it's institutionally or the fan base at times starts to rise up, the journalists in town. Unless they can get fired because the coach has clout uh, on his way out the door, Beheim, uh, and and then you uh, <laughs> then you you try to you know figure that out. And each school, each conference, etc., has to decide for themselves. But he's done a hell of a job, uh, and it's it's fun to watch. You know, a, a team rise back up because now we get to go back and talk about those great UConn teams of the past.
2: Yeah, now now suddenly it's going to be, oh, and Kemba Walker would have this big run in the NCAA tournament, all this time. No, look, it's it's great to see UConn back on the map and back being a college. Look, whenever the heritage teams are good in college basketball. It's good for college basketball. It's great, the you know, the newish team. I would say a team like Houston is a newish team because, right. look, from the 19, you know, look. it's you know, 40 with, with, years, man. <laughs> you're going back from 1982, yeah. 1983 for them, right? Like, it's great for them to be, to, be, to be good again. But when the heritage teams that are the conference tournament teams, teams you see on TV all the time, when they're good, the sport is always better. And, you know, for a year that we didn't have um, North Carolina or, or Duke or Kansas or Kentucky, you know, getting far in the tournament to have a school like UConn get in, okay because it's re- yes, it's not too, it's still not too long ago from the Jim Calhoun days and Khalid El Amin right. days and Rip, Rip Hamilton, Hamilton baby. So yeah, I mean, it's 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 great to see that back, and and UConn has had one heck of a run. And look, like I said, trendy team uh, in the NCAA tournament. I wish I had the guts to pick them in my bracket, but I thought, you know, boy, are they just too trendy? Are they really this good? And I'm like. Oh, yeah, okay. They're they're really this good. Now, UCLA is holding my bracket up all by themselves. Like, they're the only – I'm like, <laughs> ah, I wish I – UCLA – that the only – look, I got UCLA winning it all. They're the only ones holding up my bracket Well,
3: right now. Michigan State was one of those where I was like, all right, I had them against Duke, and I thought they could beat Duke. Well, now they're both gone, so uh, they can both beat it. Uh, I'll see them both in hell. Uh, I had eight of the 16 coming in. Down they go, and then – well, I'm going to lose one of the teams here. I picked Gonzaga. Uh, so we'll see what happens there but it is um I don't know it's a big night you know you mentioned rip Hamilton and El Amin and, and I just started thinking about that squad we were still living up in the Bay Area when they were at their peak and they came up to play Stanford and that bus rolled in and they were ton- it was raining like it's been raining here and I, you know the weather people have had all across the country uh it, yet there were still like a hundred people waiting to meet those guys <laughs> That's just, great. just, just yeah I, I'm telling you, the bus rolled up and you got all these folks standing around and they did their best, you know, taking pictures, signing autographs, all that kind of thing. You know, because back then you still had to have the uh, instant cameras, you know, that uh, or you had the, hey, I might get this developed. I might not. There might be a lot of shots from that day that are still sitting in someone's drawer. Undeveloped.
2: <laughs> now, the, my one hope now with the NCAA tournament now, and for for UConn here, because we'll get look, we'll get to Marquise Noel coming up in a few minutes. Uh, my one hope for UConn is that to celebrate UConn going to the Elite Eight, people start posting the Jim Calhoun. Get some facts and come <laughs> back and see me, because that's one of my mo- my, oh, my favorite best. underrated press conference meltdowns of all time is it? get some facts and come back and see me. Get some facts and come back and see me. Because, you know, there's Lasorda with his performance. Oh, yeah. yeah. All the money. His performance? Yeah. When uh, he's what was the take tonight? Like all the money. Yeah. What was the take tonight? The gate. Then he gets really mad at the guy. Get some facts and come back and see me. (laughs) I really want that to live again because that was just so unbelievably entertaining. And that's like the biggest. I want that. Hey, if I can ask for one thing. Hey, we talked about Dan, Dan, Dan Hurley we talked about Dan Hurley and let's let let, let let's give Jim Calhoun credit because that was one of the best uh post-game press conference meltdowns ever I hope that no he was really good because
3: because he always had the furrowed brow and you knew he was pissed at you but he didn't usually go over the top and 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 really go after you like Bayheim made it a science Shashevsky would get whiny Right. And then he'd give you that look and start leaning in into his chair. And then you'd see everybody cower. And then they were bowing down at the altar for the rest of those press appearances. Sorry, Duke fans. Sorry sorry to all the Coach K stands. Look, I'm a Chicago kid. I I, I love the career he had. Uh you know, Southside Polish guy, all that stuff that he, he wore out of his sleeve. But he'd go back and look at it and go, Yeah. Probably uh, wore guys out a little more than I should have <laughs> at times. But, but Calhoun did it, uh, didn't do it regularly, but when he went in, oh, he fully went in. Not one dime. Not one dime. <laughs> 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 Tonight show brought to you by
2: Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive. Com. We'll keep you updated on all the NCAA tournament action right now. The Zags and UCLA, 9-7 early in the first half, 15-50 to go. Uh, the Zags and the UCLA playing for a spot in the Elite Eight. But coming up next, yeah, uh, the night that was and is and is owned by Marquise Noel. Ooh. Plus, now I think we're pretty sure we know exactly why Lamar Jackson is not getting any phone calls in free agency. That's coming up next right here at TireRack.com Studios. Jason and Mike, get some facts and come back and see
1: me. Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Tonight's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Yeah, it's John Wick music all night. Oh, we're counting down to it. We're all going after the show is over. It's John Wick four, four. (laughs) Uh, But we do have a little bit of pesky NCAA tournament to uh, discuss first. Uh, Right now... Tennessee on top of Florida Atlantic, 27-22. Uh, nobody cares about in that the game. First half. UCLA and Gonzaga, the Bruins lead the Zags, 22-19. Drew Timmy may catch Wilt Chamberlain tonight, and he may Timmer. do it in the first half. Not even midway through Timmer. the first half, and Drew Timmy's already got 15. Yeah. He's 7 out of 10 from the floor. He has been unstoppable. And look, uh, UCLA has injury issues. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
4: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast
2: is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God.
4: You knew it was going to be difficult
2: guarding Drew Timmy in, in this game. I didn't think it'll be this hard though. I, I knew you see, all right, we got to find a way to, to limit Drew Timmy a little bit because you know we got injuries, our you know, our, some of our bigs are hurt. Uh, but I didn't think Timmy would be just, hey, every time down the floor, just give it to me. I got it.
3: Bona, who came up big for them last week against Northwestern, uh, with a couple of big plays and lobs. Uh the interior defense not there. Obviously, we already knew Clark was missing. Uh, So walking in a a little battle test, a little battle scarred here. uh, And now it'll be curious to see how they're able to slow Timmy down. Or is it become a uh, just if he plays 35 minutes that he's tripping over his tongue by then.
5: But guys, this is a great strategy. Come on, you got to admit it. Let Timmy go off. The other guys don't score. UCLA wins the game.
2: Yeah, no, it's like what they used to do with Kareem at the end of his career, because you know Timmy's thirty-five years old now. He's been—he still Gonzaga. has another year, too. I know, I know, it's amazing, wow. right? Like, How about I mean, that? I mean, come on, man. Uh, but it, it was—it's like uh, what they used to do with Kareem at the end. Was they would let him get his points, and by the fourth quarter, he was so exhausted, yeah. he would score like yeah. thirty, thirty-five points, but he had nothing left by the time the fourth quarter came, and it was, come on, Cap. And he's like, I'm thirty-six years old. What do you, what do you expect from me? I got nothing left. I've taken twenty-eight shots in the first three and a half quarters you try lofting that hook shot you tell your old man to try guarding walton lanier up the floor for 48 minutes a night see how that goes that's why they were playing defense
3: uh with four guys a lot of times yeah he was tired the rest of
2: the zags have
5: six points guys yeah Uh, six
2: yeah yeah right now ucla 27 drew timmy 15 timmy uh tiger campbell with eight for the bruins will have much more on him as the show goes on. But, hey, you know, I said this, and sometimes I say things, and we, hey, we'll do it, and then I'm like, ah, you know what? No, we'll do it a little bit later. With no, no, let's do this now. No, it's you just teased so fun. it, fun.
3: You, you hyped I, yourself up over it. We and gotta I, do ju- it.
2: I just – it's just so entertaining to hear, right? We, we talked a lot about Dan Hurley, UConn head coach. Look, UConn with a big win tonight. They're in the Elite Eight. Uh, Dan Hurley has to get his due as one of the best head coaches in all of college basketball. All the stops he's been at, his team has gone from, please help us, and in a couple of years, it's been a steady improvement, and then they were at the top of their conference. All the stops, Wagner, Rhode Island, and now here at UConn. Now they're in the Elite Eight. Uh, And it's great when UConn is good because the Heritage teams in the NCAA tournament, when they're good, it's better for the tournament. And I got us talking that maybe we should celebrate UConn going to the Elite Eight by playing back the famous Jim Calhoun press conference meltdown because it doesn't get played back enough. You know, we got Lasorda and Lee Ely. No, no, no. The Jim Calhoun is legendary, all right? So we're going to play this back. This is back when Jim Calhoun, head coach of, of the UConn Huskies, this is after a game in February of 2009 He gets upset with a freelance journalist who asked him a question about why the coach of a public university was making $1.6 million a year. Now, in 2009, the economy wasn't great. You were back in that time. uh, You know, things were tough to come by. And so here's a guy decided to have some fun or whatever want to take Jim Calhoun to task for making $1.5 million a year as a state employee. And Jim Calhoun was
4: not having it. Not a dime back. <laughs> not a dime back. Not a dime back. I'd like to be retired someday. So I'm getting tired. 1.6 million is enough? I'm sorry? 1.5 okay. million? I make a lot more than that. You do?
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> what's, the, uh, what's, 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 the, what's the take tonight?
1: What was I, the I take know. tonight? What's the deal with Comcast for it? You're not really that stupid, are you?
4: Yeah, I yeah. am. Okay. No, My perfect. best advice to you? Yeah. Shut up. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. Appreciate it. You're welcome.
4: It's very polite
1: no, it wasn't playing. I like it. you shut up. Like, if you want to talk to me outside, I'm more than happy to talk to you. We're talking but about basketball. If Basel.
4: you guys covered this stuff, I wouldn't have to do it. Oh, get up. Get up.
1: Get up. Here it comes. Yeah.
4: Will you please? Here it comes. Quite frankly, we bring in $12 million to the university. Nothing to do with state funds. We make $12 million a year for this university. Get some facts and come back and see me. Get some facts and come back and see me. Don't throw out salaries or other things. Get some facts and come back and see me. We turn over over twelve million dollars to the University of Connecticut, which is state run. Next question. There it is. (laughs)
3: Can we see your P and L statement from the preceding three years to see how monies were spent to administrate uh, your staff's efforts? I'm a man.
1: I'm, I'm a man. man. I'm that's, 40.
2: That, that's on, you know, that's like, the you know, there's the Mike Gundy. This is like the the most underrated of all the meltdowns. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't get the the uh, attention and love that it deserves. Just the fact that he, when he says, what was the take tonight? Like, yeah, yeah we made a lot of money. What was, the, what was the take tonight? And then when he says, you make $1.6 million a year. No, I make a lot more than that. Right? And then when he could have put it to bed, when he says, my advice to you, shut up. Okay, very polite. He could have moved on. No, 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 no. I'm not being polite. I want you to shut up. Ha <laughs> How was I like, polite?
3: I'm just going
2: keep saying it, and you hear all the all the all the journalists go, ah, come on, would you come on, come on? I mean, really, UConn is a huge money maker. They make all kinds of money for the university and 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 for the state. And, and you're mad at what? At, at, you were mad. Just think about this. You're mad that a coach is making one and a half million dollars a year. Think about that now. You're mad at one and a half million dollars a year. That's like what guys coming out of college make. That hey, I, we can't give you that much. We give you a million plus a year. All right, great. I'll take that. I mean, you made a million and a half dollar, and that was just that's just 2009. <laughs> it's, I'm not saying like 1975.
5: This is just in 2009. One thing doesn't make sense.
3: Mm.
2: What? How the
5: hell did he refrain from cursing? No, I it don't was know. Good. Cause
3: he was never a It was guy. still a Rivers-esque. You
2: no. Know, yeah. yeah, the thing yeah is, I mean,
5: he didn't even have to throw out. He just said, "Shut up." That was it. Yeah. And the
2: thing, you know, the thing is, is that he was never a guy that was shy from that. Like he, he would use, yeah. he, would, he would curse when he would feel like it. But this was like, this is gold. You don't have to bleep anything I out. I totally
5: thought we were going to have to dump this.
3: <laughs> no,
2: I'm true. not even
5: kidding you.
3: <laughs> I told but, you. Mike, we, I didn't remember all the verbiage, but I, uh-huh. that, that fact, I certainly had, had forgotten yeah. that there wasn't just an extraneous one-off. No, he he lost his cool without losing his cool. That's some restraint, right there. Good job by him. We make twelve million dollars a year for the university. Get some facts and
2: come back and see me.
3: Well, what's (laughs) funny though, right, is you got Tobin Anderson who did all the job hopping the last couple of years. Like nobody said a word. He might have gotten the greatest skate through of a coach leaving a program ever. Is it that it was just small school to small school, and, and people didn't pay attention? Because if this was on the level of Calhoun, they've been roasted. <laughs> Get your facts. This is what we did. What was the take tonight? What was it? To, what do we got? What was the take?
2: How oh, much did we make?
1: Man, be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at ten p.m. Eastern, seven p.m. Pacific.
2: Well, today was a day for Lamar Jackson. You know, we said last night, hey, collusion, collusion, collusion. It doesn't make sense how no one's even had a conversation with Lamar Jackson yet. Forget about signing him. How does he not have anybody even calling him? Well, then today we kind of got our answer. Uh, The NFL had to put out a statement regarding one Ken Francis, Uh, by telling teams that Ken Francis is not an approved agent uh, that can conduct business in the NFL and you are not to discuss Lamar Jackson's contract situation with him. Uh, Reports came out that potentially he was calling around to teams negotiating on Lamar Jackson's behalf. Now, after this story got out there, it's who the hell is Ken Francis? He's a business guy. He's a guy that's done some business with Lamar Jackson in his past, and then Lamar Jackson had to put out a statement saying, this guy doesn't to negotiate on my behalf uh this is just an
3: absolute mess <laughs> stop this lying is, that man just... never tried to negotiate for me how do you know lamar do you oh. have the luds look what i did there i went nypd blue you did do you did have nice. the luds you did that was get nice. him under that heat lamp Lamar Is was in
5: the van parked across the street from where this guy was conducting business <laughs> with the headphones on.
3: <laughs>
2: and it said bakery on the side. Hey, when you see Ken Francis come, you gotta get him on tape saying it. You have to get him on tape. And then of course, you know, like it's always but oh wait, something went wrong. The wire's not working, they went too far away. We can't they're in mortal danger. We gotta go anymore. get them now. I think he's them. made him. I think he's uh, made him.
1: He's ready, gotta go.
2: We got to run. So, Ken Francis apparently was or was. Now, I'm going to be completely fair to everybody and tell you why Lamar Jackson. Now you know why no one's calling him. So, Ken Francis is a guy who is a business partner of Lamar Jackson, who may or may not have been calling NFL teams to negotiate on Lamar Jackson's (laughs) behalf. What has Lamar Jackson done to take control of the situation? He's just said, ha ha, this guy doesn't negotiate for (laughs) me. And that's it. OK, um, dude, dude, Lamar Jackson, this is this is why you're sitting where you are right now, because if, you, if you're an NFL team and you saw this today and maybe they have more of an inkling of Lamar Jackson, you're saying, what kind of dude is he? But what kind of guy is he? He's not in charge of this situation, right? If you want to act as your own agent, that means you have to actually do the work of an agent. It's not just when you call, you call and talk to me. An agent does things more than just negotiate a contract and take a cut out of your salary. Um, they do things that help you. Now, maybe he doesn't know that, but you have lost complete control of this situation. And if nobody trusts you or knows you or feels like they know you, are they going to call you and say, here's 200 Fifty million million, and we're giving up two first-round picks? Now you know why Lamar... Now now I'm like, okay, the NFL's going, whoo, that that collusion headline's going to take a a rest for a couple of days. Now it's going to be, what the hell's wrong with Lamar Jackson? (laughs) Because i got to say, what the hell is wrong with Lamar Jackson? This is your career. you got to take hold of this, man. You can't just sit here and put out some fun emojis. This guy doesn't negotiate. Uh, This is a business, man. This is a big deal. This is a lot of money a team is going to make out to you and and put a check uh, and put money pen to paper to. And this is how things are handled some guy is potentially negotiating for you and you can't even step up and say this is what's happening this is what's going on this is who to talk to me no teams are talking about Lamar Jackson no teams are even in discussions with him and now maybe we kind of know why because this is what's going on around him he has some people around him that are maybe consulting him nobody knows and if you're the if you want to act as your agent you got to step up man this is your career you're gonna what are you gonna sit back and think that that just money is gonna fall into your lap and someone's going to call you at some point i mean look this is where lamar jackson where he's got to know we've said for a long time dude you have to get an agent you have to you have to have people representing you you have to have pr people you have to have agents. you have to have managers you need all of these this is what superstars do because it's it's hard it's hard to be a superstar in this day and age and not have somebody handle all the other stuff that goes or that goes with playing and you just want to play and you want to play and you want to make money guaranteed That's that's all I know about Lamar Jackson. But what I do know is that everything surrounding him is a blank show and, and nobody knows what's happening. So now I get why people aren't calling him and why Lamar is sitting by a phone that's not ringing.
3: Now I know this. He did then promote on his uh, Instagram something called the entire gym. So you kind of roll it out and then you fold it, unfold it and it's got a mat and it's got weights and all the stuff that you need to do to do a workout. So he's got that going for him because he even says um, – what is it? My business partner Ken and I will be dropping this later this summer. So it's him rolling it out uh, onto a field, and then he begins, you know, getting after it. And he's got other influencers, you know, athletes doing it. But uh, so you got that. So it's a business proposition that he has. Uh, so maybe it was conflated that he was trying to sell stake. To these people in the entire gym as opposed to a contract with Lamar Jackson. Do you and, think he was trying to maybe get both confused? happen? Like, he,
2: you think he called under the guise of here, you know, well, you want to buy into this gym. Oh, and by the way, it's Lamar Jackson. Or do you think he called first saying, hey, how about you sign Lamar Jackson? A, hey, and part of the contract is you buy into this gym. Like, do you think it, which one do you think was which?
3: Um, I think it's the, I get you in with the gym, and then I say, oh, by the way. You know if you like Lamar's gym, you'll really love him as your quarterback. <laughs> if you like like him for his gym, love him as a quarterback. Tell, tell you what. tell you what. you know what you know what I need as an investment? I, I need um, say, $2.3 dollars. and if you want the Lamar contract, you just need to move the decimal point another two spots.
5: How are we doing? Anybody? Oh anybody get that? Anybody oh, following me? Huh? Oh, this is. Just- Jason, you gotta you gotta respect the hustle, Ken's hustle. My man, doing Shark Tank with NFL teams. Gotta respect it.
2: Forget about your contract, man. We got to get this gym off the The ground. What's
3: next as we come out of a commercial break? Well, he's a former MVP. He wins seventy five percent of his games, and he's out here to show you the entire gym, which he is using to get back on the field this fall. And you know what? You want him in your uniform, so come, let's go. Let's go. Let's start the bidding. What do we want to do? What do you want to see him do? Let's go. I'll demonstrate the product for you. I'll demonstrate it right now. Twitter it out about a fresca. Mike gets swollen down
2: the Jason Smith show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Tonight's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi policy discount by combining your motorcycle, R V boat, A T V and more. All your protection in one place, bundle and save at progressive.com. This is what no one's gonna say, Oh, I gotta give two hundred fifty million to Lamar Jackson after this. Yeah. Yeah, dude, you gotta take control of your career and take control of it
3: now. <laughs> Ken would be going all Lyle Landley. <laughs> <laughs> the name's Landley. You find Lionel a picture Landley. of him with the, the suitcase full of money. Can you? And I've sold gyms to
2: to Brockway, Ogdenville, and North Haverbrook, and I put them on the map. <laughs> <laughs> coming up minute next. Abs. One, <laughs> how about four-minute <laughs> Uh Coming up next, hey, one former superstar running back looking to reclaim his form has his list of teams down to three. Keep it right here from the Tyrock.com studios, Fox.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: Oh, happy John Wick night. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. He's a weapon. Live from the TireRack.com studios. Right now, Tennessee leads Florida Atlantic at halftime 27-22. UCLA. Right now is all over Gonzaga. Drew Timmy's big start. Somewhat of a memory. He's got 19, but it's UCLA Demare. Up 44 33 with a minute to go in the first half. Hell I'm of Panquez. a strategy. I'll uh, tell you, bold Mick strategy, Cronin. Cotton. Bold strategy. Let's see. Hey, look, Mick Cronin's a great head coach, man. I mean, my goodness. Well,
3: I just love uh, the all day it was. How are they going to guard? How are they going to slow him down? They don't have the bigs to match up. Yeah, go do your thing. He's going to wear himself out. Yep. We'll let you, we'll He's let you punched run up himself in- out. Let's get him to round three. You'll run up and down the floor for a few minutes and you'll get tired. It's like
2: me playing basketball. How many up-downs can I give you? I don't know, two? And then what? Well, then I'm done. All right, well, we'll do that then. Then uh, Jason's tired. He needs some time to rest. He's, he's got a cramp or something. He's not going to be able to do it. No, look, look. they're up by 13 right now with 13 to go, and with 30 seconds to go in the first half, uh, it has been a great, great first half for UCLA. My Bruins, remember, I told you, UCLA is going to win the national championship. Look at the Bruins. Look oh, at boy. the Bruins. Uh, but uh, more college basketball coming up in a few minutes because we, we have to get to the big night for Noel. But uh, Ezekiel Elliott now apparently has his choices for his new team down to three. He's going to make a decision. He wants to make a decision by sometime next week. And the three finalists, at least in Ezekiel Elliott land, because the other teams are uh, kind of up in the air with how much they want Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, the three finalists are the Cincinnati Bengals, Philadelphia Eagles, and the New York Jets. Right, Brees Hall and Michael Carter both put out messages on social media when they heard that story saying, we think we're good over here. They very quickly took that (laughs) post down. Uh, So here's the thing. I'm going to surprise you a little bit. I'm not the fan, the biggest fan of Ezekiel Elliott. I told you, look, the guy got paid and stopped. But he's low risk You're not going to pay him a lot of money. He's 27. He's probably going to look for a one-year deal and maybe try to get himself one more somewhat decent-sized payday. If it doesn't work out, you can cut him. Right, most running backs now are low risk because they're part of tandems two, three, four, and this is where Elliott's coming in here. He would be the second or third running back with Cincinnati. He'd probably be the third running back with the Jets, maybe the the, the second or third running back with the Eagles. So they all kind of fit, right? They all fit. You're coming in to be a goal line guy and maybe restart your career and. Take the lion's share of the carries at some point if something happens, if somebody gets hurt, gets ineffective. So, yeah, I don't mind taking the, the big chance on Ezekiel Elliott because he is only 27, and he's going to be cheap, and you can move on from him. Now, do I want the Jets to get him? Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, does Aaron Rodgers want Zeke? I don't know. I don't know. But honestly, and I'll tell you this because, you know, I, I want everybody for the Jets. The team that probably is the best fit for him is Cincinnati because he would, I'm looking for where's the best place you can go in and not get phased out. You can get phased out pretty quick with the Jets. If Brees Hall is healthy, Michael Carter's a great change of pace back who can carry the ball a lot. Philadelphia just signed Rashad Penny. You have another couple of guys in there and Gainwell and Scott. You can be phased out pretty quick. But Cincinnati it's, well, we lost P. Ryan, it's Joe Mixon, and then you would be the guy and who knows. So I would say Cincinnati is probably the best fit form from the perspective of where can I get the the best potential to carry the football a lot and not get phased out because of the other talent.
3: Yeah, I'd be curious to see how it flows into the season, right? Ezekiel, well, it's a wild card, but just there was a lot of question of whether Joe Mixon would even return. Right? P. Ryan leaves. You've got Travion Williams and Chris Evans who they drafted uh, late in the uh, 21 draft that are still on the depth chart. Obviously, looking ahead to the draft and seeing whereby they may they can make some noise there. But Elliot's still a goal-line guy, right? Still has a, has a nose for the the painted grass. He's still a guy that can do a little bit in the blocking game. It's not, you know, the sexy 4.8 yards per carry anymore. Okay, that's fine. Most teams don't have one running back that does it all, right? There's a handful of guys that do that, uh, and it's just the acceptance of where you are. So now it in the contract demands... Well, that'll, that'll definitely be part of the process to just say, look, you're, you're a number two guy and we'll incentivize the hell out of it. But we ain't paying you a lot of money off the jump. So <laughs> how much do you want to go? And, and the other thing for him is you want to win, right? Yeah. Like, these I, are I all teams. You'd want, you'd, yeah. Look, the Jets are what they are. And I mean, you've got young running backs. I think you still have some value for them, but it's going to potentially be muted, right? Waiting your return guy you know waiting to tag in on a a wrestling match oh they never get there so close you thought he was done when he got hit nope he got back up took a minute but he's back in the huddle and zeke's over there damn it i thought i was getting in uh so that that situation is there and with cincinnati in that division right now great opportunity
2: twitter at how about a fresca mike it's swollen domes there you go zeke Bengals may be the best bet. Look at that. But look at the Jets in on everybody. It's so awesome. Uh, coming up next, we get back into the NCAA tournament. And I don't know about you, but this was probably my favorite moment of the tournament so far. That's next.
4: At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field.